You're welcome. <laughs> that was a good one. Yes, it was. Sometimes we burp before we even get started. <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome back to Prosecco Theory. Here we are. Are you alive today, Megan? I am tired and hungover, but alive. <laughs> <laughs> because did. why not act like it's a Friday on a Monday night? Well, you know, your dad's in town. That's true. We needed to show him a good time. So celebrating. We, yeah. Lots of celebrating. Yes, we had a brief appearance by Jen Megan. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably going to be the big summer barbecue. So On a Monday. Had to bring her out <laughs> on a Monday night. Well, it had to be on Monday because we were really busy all weekend. That's true. And that is what we are going to talk about today. Yeah. Because have we prepared anything? Nope. But we've done a lot of cool shit. Yep. So we're like, let's just talk about all the cool shit we've done this weekend. Well, all right, then let's start with Saturday. Megan, what did you do on Saturday? Why are we skipping Friday? Oh, sorry. Did we do anything on Friday? Well, I went to Becca's for a barbecue. Well, that was a fun thing that you did. I went to dinner with my dad and my kids at Mojito. Cafe Mojito. So good. Right down the street. Delicious Cuban food and drinks. The owner told my dad that he should come in with me more often because I behave better when I have a chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably true. Um, <laughs> I, well, Becca and I had been talking about while sitting at the dog park bar one day. It's the theme of the I, summer. I know. It's the place to be That's this right. summer. The dog park bar. Yes. And I love how we never just call it dogwood. It's always like the dog park bar. Dog park bar. Dog park bar. Dog bar. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I don't think that was the intent. No, it's not. It's, it's funny. just funny. Okay. But we, you know, we've met some cool people there. And so we were like, we should have a barbecue. And so it was kind of a dog party in Becca's backyard, which is huge. And How many perfect. dogs were there? Total, I want to say six. So it's like you guys brought the dog park to her house. Yeah. Everybody brought some food. Becca made some awesome gluten-free mac and cheese that you missed. Damn it. I, I love know. it when she makes that. It was so good. Yeah. So that was awesome. It's a good kickoff to your weekend. Yeah. And then Saturday, I actually had my kids during the day, both Saturday and Sunday, because their dad is moving. And so he's trying to have some extra time to get some shit done. Mm -hmm. So the kids were with me. But I got rid of them at uh, around four so that I could put myself together and go out on the town with our good friend, Aaron. You did look very cute that night. I saw a photo of you. Thank you. You should throw that on your dating app profile. Oh, excellent. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> So months ago, I had bought tickets to go to Hamilton on Saturday. When Love I, that show. It was amazing. When I bought them, the intention was for me and my then boyfriend to go to that show. And then obviously that didn't fucking happen. So I gladly took Erin with me because I love Erin and she had never seen the show live and she was so excited and she needed a night out. We went to dinner beforehand. Where'd you guys go for dinner? Terra Plata mm. on Capitol Hill, not too far from the Paramount Theater. Lovely. This is all very local work going on right now, yeah. folks, <laughs> wherever you might be in the country or the world. Well, we are maybe in someone <laughs> could plan a trip to Seattle and hit all these spots. That's true. So we finished up and went down to the Paramount and I got to see Hamilton for the second time, which is amazing. I will say that the cast, I think when you and I saw it like four years ago, was a little better. Okay. But these guys were great too. And it was so fun. It's just such a great show all mm -hmm. the way around. So yeah, I remember being so confused by the concept at first, like before I really knew anything about it. I hadn't mm -hmm. seen it. I hadn't heard any of the music. I just was like, what do you mean it's a hip hop thing about presidents? I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't, why is that so cool? Yeah. 
Turns out I'm an idiot and well, Lin-Manuel Miranda's a genius. So He is. I do think it helps if you read at least a little bit about it, understand what it is you're about to go see. I went in blind our first go back in the day. Really? I just knew like everybody loves it. It's supposed to be great. Okay, let's go. Mm. And I think I spent at least half the show with my jaw just dropped open and just like a giant stupid grin on my face. <laughs> it was so awesome. Then after the show, we decided we wanted one more drink. And so we wandered over to Elephant and Castle. I haven't been there in a while. Neither had we. Like, Still pretty divey. Um, I mean, for a downstairs for, hotel bar. <laughs> for downtown, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's supposed to be old English style. Right. Right. It's huge. It's really mm-hmm. big. And they have all that nice, like, patio seating on the terraces leading down to it. Right. But, like, no other bars downtown are open after 11 on a Saturday. It's crazy. Is that because of COVID? I mean, definitely a lot of people stopped going downtown during COVID. Yeah. So I think businesses started closing earlier, which makes sense. But Hamilton just let out. Right. You've got the Carlisle room across the street closed. You've got Ruth Chris a block away. We walked in and the guy was like, sorry, we close at 1030. And then he gave us his full schedule so that we know (laughs) when we should come back. But like they close at 10 on weekdays and 1030 on the weekends. That's so dumb. Sounds lame. I know. So like (laughs) I did a little quick Google search and the only thing that was really open still that wasn't, you know, some like type thing, (laughs) which we were not going to do was Elephant Castle. So we got ourselves some gravy-soaked poutine and fried pickles and a couple rounds of drinks. And then I didn't go to bed till like two. Wow. Real night out. It was. Legit night out. Awesome. What did you do on Saturday? I mean, I already know, but... (laughs) I was going to say, well, Michelle... Tell the people. Well, that morning, we went over to Matthew's Beach, walked for a while on the Burke Gilman Trail... One of my fave spots to go wander and listen to podcasts. <laughs> this is very Seattle-centric today. I'm not sorry. <laughs> well, there's a lot of great shit here. That's right. So we did that, and then you and I did some podcast work that day. We did, didn't we? And then we went over to Marymore Park and went to a concert in the park. Love that venue. It is such a great venue, and the weather was perfect. Food was pretty damn good, and we just sat on the grass and listened to Head in the Heart. I've seen the Head in the Heart before, and they put on quite a good show. Did you guys all love it? We did love it. It was really good. I had not seen them before, and I was very impressed. And I liked their opener, Dawes. You know, it was funny. So they have people helping you park your car when you get there, mm-hmm. like waving you over oh, and yeah. pointing where to go. And it's this massive grass field that you yeah. park your cars on. Well, we didn't fully pay attention to exactly what row we parked in. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to leave, it's like hundreds of people, hundreds of cars, and it's dark. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of wondering where you think your car is. <laughs> but we could not find it. And all these people around us were doing the same thing. Everybody was looking around. You kept hearing car alarms going off because people were hitting their panic buttons to try to find <laughs> their cars. <laughs> I walked past this one couple and they were like, oh, there it is. And I'm like, oh, you guys are so lucky. We're still looking. <laughs> and they're like, good luck. <laughs> we were cracking up. I was hitting my panic button, was too far away from the car for it to actually go were off. Were you even in the right vicinity? Um, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> anyway, we finally found it. And then there was this huge line uh-huh. of cars to get out. I saw this other car just kind of drive around the side and go up to the front of the line and someone let them in. So I just did that. Oh, 
That's against the rules, and Megan. Cody was I feel like, uncomfortable. Sorry. <laughs> Cody was like, I think he just saved us like 45 minutes. And I'm like, well, we spent so much time looking for the car. <laughs> well, also, didn't you pay for like a fast lane pass? I did to get into the venue like when you walk in. Oh. You, you don't have to stand in line. You just flash your thing and okay. Gotcha. I thought you meant for the parking, which is always oh. worth it. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. So that was fun. And then... Sunday morning, we, we being me and my dad and my kids went to a really cool art exhibit downtown. There's a Banksy exhibit. So awesome. It was really cool. I'm a little Um, jealous. I'm going to have to go. And I have a Banksy lithograph. Yes. Signed and framed in my living room. So that's why I sent you the event. I know. And it was so good, especially for what we paid for the tickets. I mean, we were there for a while. It was great. And then we went and had lunch at Purple. One of your daughters sent me a picture of her mac and cheese because... God, they have good mac and cheese Yeah, she knows how much I love it. And usually if I'm with you guys somewhere, she'll give me a bite of her mac and cheese so I can make sure to try them wherever we go. (laughs) So you can compile a list of all the best mac and cheeses in Seattle? Obviously. Actually be a great list. I'm sure someone's done it. Could charge $5 for it. Probably make a lot of money. Maybe. I do like the idea of being the foremost expert on a thing like where to get the best mac and cheese mac and cheese i guess (laughs) yeah wasn't there a fictional show on friends that joey was in called mac and cheese yes there was (laughs) cheese was his robot friend they was like mac was a detective and cheese was his sidekick buddy I don't know. So it stood for something, but I can't remember what. Right. Computer enhanced something or other. <laughs> I don't know. And then Sunday night, I got to hang out with you because what did we do? We went to see Amy Schumer. That's right. So fun. That was really fun. Interesting evening. We did the six o'clock show, which is pretty early. Like we got out and it was still light outside. Yeah. Pretty early for that kind of show. Because she did two shows. Right. right. But I'm actually glad we did it that way because... We just went to dinner after and everybody was pretty wiped because it had already been a pretty busy weekend. Right. And then... And it's hot. It Oh, my God. It was so goddamn hot in that theater. Oh, God. It was almost unbearable. I thought it was just me dying. Uh-uh. And then as soon as we got out of there, everybody was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to have to get up and walk out. Seriously. So the show was great. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But I could not believe during the two opening acts how many fucking people in the audience were just talking. I know. It was so rude. It was like, oh, well, you know, when Amy comes out, I'll shut up. And it's like, no, we paid for this whole show. And we like these other comedians up here, too. So right. And off. I guess we're far enough away from the stage that they can't hear you being an asshole. But how fucking disrespectful. Yeah. Somebody is literally performing for you right now. Right. And you're just back here like, blah, 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 blah. But it was people all around us doing it. At one point, I just was like, shut up. (laughs) And a lot of other people around us were like shushing. Right. And every once in a while, they'd kind of quiet down. But like, what the fuck, people? I don't know. It was very irritating. Yeah. At first, I thought they just couldn't figure out their seating arrangement. Because when the lights went down, like, it was dark. But yeah, after they sat down, they still wouldn't shut the fuck up. So public service announcement. Don't be a dick. Yeah. You are not just being rude to the performer. You're being rude to other people around you who paid money and actually want to see the show. We didn't come here to hear you talk to your friend about whatever the fuck it is you think is so goddamn important that you need to discuss right now. And if it is, then step out. Right. Do it somewhere else. So... Let's talk about phone jail. (laughs) I had not been to an event before where you had to do that. No, neither had I. They gave you these little neoprene sleeves when you walk in and you have to put your phone in it. 
And then they lock it like with one of the security tag style closures from clothing at Target or whatever. Even if you have an Apple Watch or something, you have to put those in there too. Like they're so worried about the content of the show being recorded in some way, I guess. I'm sure that that was part of it. I was also wondering if maybe it was a safety thing for the artists. Like maybe people would not try to do some crazy shit if no one could film it. Interesting. But I'm sure the primary reason was not to record their content and put yeah, it out piracy there. or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm certain it's just a personal choice by each artist. Mm-hmm. But like, I was at Hamilton the night before and they didn't require such things. Right. But Amy Schumer did? Well, you can watch Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but I was at a different <laughs> show the other day. That, there's just yeah. all these things. You were at a concert. I was at a concert a couple weeks ago. I, you don't have to put your phone I don't know. Away. I mean, I'm frankly surprised that it took them this long to find a way to yeah, do maybe. that. I will say that knowing that my phone wasn't even an option to pick up, was kind of freeing for yeah, a couple true. hours, you know? It's like I couldn't check my texts if I wanted to, but I was like frantically, quickly texting like my kids and my dad. Yeah. I won't have access to my phone this whole show. I'm shutting it off now. Bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just let them know. Yeah. Yeah. Before the show started, I was sitting next to Alicia and she's like, how much longer to the show? And then I went to go look and I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what time it is. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and this guy. I heard you guys say, is anyone wearing a watch? Like an actual right, watch? real watch? And this guy in front of us was like, it's five of six. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) sir. Yeah. They were very prompt though. Well, they had to be because they had that second show. Yeah. They were like getting us out the fucking door when it was over. Um, But the openers I thought were great. They were great. The first opener, what was her name? Jay McBride. First of all, so refreshing to see a trans comedian. Mm -hmm. I read something today. She was the first openly trans comedian to ever headline at Madison Square Garden. Really? Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. She was really fucking hilarious. I love when she was making jokes about what other people think about, worry about, joke about when they think of someone who's trans. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, let me tell you what's actually funny. Let me tell you what's actually sexy or whatever. But anyway, (laughs) I thought she was cool. Yeah, I liked her. And then after her was Mia Jackson, who I also liked a lot. The one that had HR vibes. Yeah, she walked out and started by saying she had HR vibes. She's like, people see me and they think they're going to get fired. <laughs> I could totally see it. She had an HR demeanor for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that the openers were chosen well. Mm-hmm. Complimented Amy Schumer very nicely. Mm-hmm. And then she was rad. What did you think? I've seen her before, but it's been years. Yeah, that was the first time I saw her live. I think she's fucking hilarious. I love her style of humor. Mm-hmm. And Trainwreck is one of my all-time yes. favorite movies. I thought she was great. She has kind of shifted a little. I mean, she's still raunchy, but it's a little less raunchy, a little more mom jokes. In like a still very funny way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say she's mom hilarious. jokes, that makes it sound like. I mean, I don't want to share any of her content because yeah. that's rude. But she makes jokes about like, oh, I can finally do this thing with my kid. And then she's like, but I'm not. Yeah. I, I can do it, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm not, not you know. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool and kind of refreshing that we're seeing a lot of comedians these days. I mean, maybe that's not new at all, but really draw from their personal life to get their material. And, you know, people say, write what you know. And so Mm -hmm. that's, I guess, always been a thing. But there's such a push now towards really being authentic and real and sharing some of the harder stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool to see some of that stuff be more normalized. And that leads to some comedian sets being certainly not joke after joke. There's some actual real hard stuff that they're talking about. Like Hannah Gatsby, uh, she did Nanette. Did you watch that one? Mm-mm. Oh, it's really good. I mean, it's me. So, of course, I like that. I'm like, let's get vulnerable. Let's talk about all the things. But 
anyway, my point saying that is that I totally understand why when I saw her eight years ago in Vegas, she was still the totally raunchy, just talking about cum and her hair and whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Yeah. She has grown up. Her life has evolved. And so her work has evolved. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, I hope that for all of us. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. I'm not sure that Prosecco Theory's content will ever really change. We're kind of all across the board. We're all over the place. Although I, as we learn and get deeper into this, I think that we're coming into our own mm-hmm. as ourselves and as a team. Teamwork makes the dream work. There it is. One of the things that I've always found interesting about Amy Schumer is that she really calls out like the media labeled her a female sex comic, you know, quote, female sex comic. Uh-huh. And she's like, if I were a guy, I would just be a comic. Like nobody would put the word sex in front of it. Right. We just don't expect those things out of a lady's mouth. And therefore, right. it's like saying, basketball and women's basketball or whatever um, <laughs> you know she's never been afraid to call that shit out which i really appreciate i also appreciated that she's not afraid to call other celebrities out oh for their God. bullshit yeah there's part of her set that was that and i remember her and this celebrity kind of going at it a little bit on social media and people were like, is this a joke? Like, are they friends? Are they just joking around? I and- feel like we should tell people just so they can go look up the story if they don't know. She was kind of going after Hilaria Baldwin, who is Alec Baldwin's wife. Right. The whole scenario is fucking ridiculous. I can't even believe it's real. The Cliff's Notes version is that, and this is all over the media, so you can go find it everywhere, right. is that Hilaria Baldwin claims to be and pretends to be from Spain. She always said she was. Right. Talked with an accent and was just very adamant about that. And turns out she's from Boston and doesn't even have any Spanish heritage at all. She like (laughs) spent a lot of time there with her family growing up or something. So she just liked it and wanted it. Kind of adopted the culture. I don't know. And decided she was from there. Uh, Be a big fan if you want. But like, you don't need to pose as a... It makes no sense to me. The whole thing's bananas. Yeah, it was weird. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was a great show. I enjoyed it a lot. I did too. Although I was ready for it to be over because I was about to explode from heat exhaustion. Yeah, I think people were really close to combustion. It was bad. (laughs) And then we got out of there and got to walk in the nice, not cool, but not sweltering air over to Umi. Umi, yeah. For some delicious sushi. Yeah, I haven't been to Belltown in a while. Some things have changed down there, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, you should tell everybody what you saw on the way to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like to chat with Uber drivers. Yes. Yes, you do. (laughs) What? What do you have to say about that? I was going to talk about the ride home, but we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. On the way down to the show, I was chatting with the Lyft driver, trying to get him to take my tortoise. (laughs) (laughs) So we were like kind of chatting and he was pretty nice, but focused on the road as he should be. We get downtown, we're getting close to the show, and I was sitting in the passenger seat, so he and I had a great view of this. All of a sudden, (laughs) car in front of us, the guy in the passenger seat just popped his head out the window, puked all over the ground, and popped his head back in. At 5 p.m. And we were like, what the fuck did we just see? (laughs) Well, at least it wasn't inside. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that in the car. (laughs) But it was just crazy. It was like so efficient. He just like, whoop. Puke in. He's professional, apparently. Yeah. Red light, yes. gonna pop out and puke, and I'm back. Oh, man. <laughs> and then on the way home, <laughs> our driver was very chatty. He was interesting. He had a big beard and a great personality. <laughs> You're in the front again, and Cody, Justine, and I are in the back, and Cody and I are like, 
I mean, maybe Megan should like talk to this guy some more. And so I texted you from the back seat and said, does he want to come to a barbecue tomorrow? You just said, nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. He was interesting. You know what I find a lot is that people that are Uber drivers sometimes do it because they're bored and they want something to do. Yeah. Or they just like driving. I mean, a lot of times people that are Uber drivers actually don't really need to work. And that was certainly the case with this guy when he was talking about his fleet of vehicles mm-hmm. and his homes. Yeah, we know a lot about this guy. And yeah. He was interesting. Got my first ride in a Tesla. <laughs> That's right. Very exciting. None of us knew how to open the doors. I knew how. Oh, my uncle has a Tesla. <laughs> my God, do I sound like fucking, what's her name, Veruca Salt or something? Uh-huh. My uncle has a Tesla. I want the whole world. <laughs> yeah, so we wrapped it all up with a barbecue yesterday. <laughs> Long ass, very tiring weekend, but a lot of fun. We sure rallied last night, though, didn't we? Uh-huh. Some more than others. <laughs> You know, my dad's in town. Yeah. <laughs> He's last in the whole weekend, so no problem. For sure. Do we have anything else to say? Oh, we're going to trivia tonight. Going to trivia tonight, and then we're going on vacation. On Thursday. Together with our chillins and Kelly and her chillins. Yep. A little uh, Hood Canal Airbnb action for a couple nights. The party don't stop, y'all. Fuck. <laughs> Michelle is like, I don't need to hear that right now. I am going to have to sleep for two days before we leave. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the whole point is that we're going to get there and then we can sleep in and just chill. That's true. Just relax. You know, we never just chill around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. never. <laughs> what do you mean? All right. Well, we're going to keep this short today because... I think it should be obvious. I'm all out of stories for the weekend and we're going to go grab a table at Trivia. Yeah. We're all out of energy, but it's time to carry on. That's right. With the next event. Can I just note, since we've hit that part of the evening, that a couple people that were at the BBQ last night were wearing Prosecco Theory merch. Yes. I liked it. Yes, yes, yes. And a couple more bot stuff. Which is available to you on tpublic.com. Tpublic.com. And I recently had an experience with them where there was a little printing snafu that was small, but noticeable. And I let them know and they immediately fixed it and replaced it for free. And I didn't have to return the shirt that I had. So good customer service. Don't be afraid. I love it. You can find us there. You can also find us on Instagram at Prosecco Theory or send us an email at cheersofproseccotheory.com. You can rate and review and subscribe wherever you listen. Tell your friends. Tell them to subscribe too, because we only get to count the people who listen when they download, not when they just stream it. Or follow or whatever. If you subscribe or follow, it automatically downloads every week okay. or whenever there's a new episode. So. Got it. All right. Cheers with my water so that we can go have drinks at the growler, guys. <laughs> That's all right. Still liquid.